we have Samir Mehta, who's a co-founder of Boat Lifestyle. Uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a brand, it's a product, which has taken uh, a lot of us by storm. And, uh, and I think all of us are loving it. Uh, so this, uh, this conversation, Samir, is all about you, all about uh, the company, the business, the brand, and Boathead. Uh, so we'll, we'll just roll and uh, maybe Samir, uh, if you want to just maybe give a, a brief background about yourself and then maybe lead into what brought you into uh, Boat Lifestyle. So thanks Rajiv, thanks for having me over. Uh, good to meet you and good to see that you know I have a boat head in you, so which is a really great feeling for us. Um, so, so just to, you know, uh, start out with, right. So me and Aman, we actually met, uh, back in 2014, it was more of an arranged marriage, uh, situation for me and him. So both, both of us were trying to get into the audio space back then. And it so happened that we reached out to a company in the States, uh, where we wanted to distribute their products in India. So I had reached out separately to them and so did Aman. And their India manager actually thought it would be a very good fit for me and Aman to start uh, a company together. So mm -hmm. he actually invited us both over to the Taj Lands end and said that, you know, hey, you guys are a perfect yin and yang because he's very, very good at marketing and sales. I'm very, very good at, you know, uh, operations and finance and, you know, product development. So that's how we met. And I think we both of us kind of took a leap of faith. Uh, three days later, we formed a company. Uh, we started distributing for this company out of the States called House of Marley, which was owned by the Bob Marley family. Initial two years, because we didn't have enough money to put in, right, to, you know, build our own brand, because it takes a lot of investment to do that. So we started, uh, you know, selling and distributing other products, understanding what are the white spaces, how do we get into the industry, what are the kind of price points that work, what are the unique Indian features that, you know, an Indian consumer wants, because people were building products, but they were not building products that were specific to India, right? And that's where we found that, you know, white space that, hey, why don't we give the customer what he wants? What is truly Indian? You know, how do we kind of adapt to that taste? And that's when in 2016, after two years of research, me and Aman launched Boat. Our first product was our base sets 225 in your, you know, earphones, uh, which we're currently selling as well. And it's one of our blockbuster sellers. So it's, it's been a fantastic journey. We've been uh, growing at multiple X's year on year. Uh, you know, uh, we did about 900 crores of sales revenue last year, and uh, we expect to cross the barrier of a thousand crore this year. So overall, the journey has been pretty fantastic. Uh, it's uh, it's a, it's like we call uh, the manager from House of Marley, Panditji. You know that Panditji ne milaya aur hamari shaadi karadi, and now you know we we are actually uh, seeing the rewards of coming together. So, so how did the name boat come about? So uh, when we started out, right? So we wanted to like, you know, put, uh, you know, bring a product to the market, which actually put you into a, you know, into, in a, into a state of Nirvana, right? So, so we thought that why not? So when you go sailing, when you go on a boat, right? You're, you're, you're awake, disconnected from the world. You're in your own zone, right? You're in a state of Nirvana. So when you read boat, there's a tagline that goes along with it, uh, which says that boat plug into Nirvana. So, you know, the plug into Nirvana is supposed to be red with boat and that's why, you know, you plug into your zone. So when you put on my headphone or my earphones, you know, you, you actually feel a feel peaceful. You, you're in, a, you're in your own zone and that's why, you know, boat plug into Nirvana. And, and tell me, I mean, you know, I, I'm not 
obviously a big uh, you know user except starting now sure but plug into your nirvana board it's almost sound like you're trying to make uh, the product and the and the usage as personal as it can be right. the user how did that thinking come about i mean what prompted you because generally speaking uh, unless you like you know focused on the very high end of the mobile phone or the equipment market uh, most people will generally use average stuff bought from some unorganized uh, place but how did you get this uh, thinking of personalizing it so so i'll tell you uh, the consumer taste is shifting right the consumer is evolving so no more gone are the days where you could you know fool a customer by you know offering a substandard product right and for us we are an online agnostic company and the user generated content actually makes a lot of difference to how people think and buy our brand right so for us it was very very important to kind of bring unique indian indianness to our you know product range so you know we went ahead so our first product just to give you an example right uh, we wanted to bring out a product which would be durable which would be classy for the customers right so whenever you use a normal earphone it would get tangled you put it in your bag it gets tangled so we came up with a simple solution with the tangle free cable right you put it into your bag you remove it there's no tangle right mm. so uh, people used to use you know these earphones with their mobile phones so we give a longer cable so you can put your you know phone in your pocket and still plug it in and you don't need to carry your phone in hand so the cable was longer uh, people were offering plastic earphones we came up with a metal earphone right so longevity was good so these are the small nuances that we knew you know what uh, what the indian consumer would want and that's how we kind of you know brought in that truly indian perspective to our products you spent the last 5 years right. building the company out what have been some of the learnings around customer behavior customer adoption which have given you some interesting insights you know your path forward has changed what have those been so uh, just just how we are looking at the customer right i mean if you look at the customer journey that we you know come up with you know so 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 our technology there's been a shift right people have moved from you know wire to wireless to truly wireless is something that you currently bought and that is the way we see the customer kind of shifting over a period of time what what we've realized is you know with with india you 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 have to offer the right set of products okay you have to offer a lot of lifestyle element as well uh, so gone are the days where you know i'm sure that you know if you have kids at home they would not want to buy a legacy brand right because if if papa is using a legacy brand i don't want to be seen using that brand so that's something that you know we realize that you know let's give the customer something that is fashionable that is very very unique to his personal lifestyle which can complement him him right i mean so so if you look at our products they are not very garishly loud but they have a very very good element of uh, you know lifestyle with it right so when you wear a boat you feel really good right and that's that's a wave that we kind of caught on to and, and if you look at our marketing that is also perfectly tuned to cater to that customer right so my my tg is between 18 to 24 and when i'm con- when i'm kind of targeting them i'm actually targeting them of how unique they are you know rather than selling them on technology because technology is hygiene you need to have a good working solid product for you to sell it that is like very basic right mm-hmm. but how do i bring a customer to you know like my product i give him something unique which is suited to his lifestyle and that's how you know that's some kind of an insight that we had and that's why we built our products to you know suit a consumer which which was essentially between the ages of 18 and 
I notice you have a lot of celebrity endorsers, and you use you know use many of them. Right. And and why and 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 how have you benefited from that? And you know how does that led to brand identification with the customer, the level of personalization you're seeking. So, uh, so sir, uh, just to you know, just to break that question down, right? One is, you know, we are very, very frugal in the way we work, right? So, uh, so when we get these uh, celebrities, mostly it's about ROI-driven marketing, right? If you talk about the reach of each of these celebrities, you know, they, you know, they have about ten million, five million followers, right? So, how do I get the best reach for my buck? So, you know, that is where the celebrity marketing comes in. the second part of that is you know uh, what sells in india bollywood cricket right so we went to two of these mediums we said that you know and sound of course because we are a sound company so we we are neha kakkar who does sound you know so people actually who love music would you know follow her and that's how you know we get that kind of uh, addressable market with us people love sports people love cricket in india right india is a cricket crazy country so how do we kind of communicate through our you know cricketers to reach out to a mass segment where they aspire to become like that like sure. like them then comes in the bollywood side of things right so the bollywood side of things is again people are crazy about movies right so how do we kind of associate with with our target segment using certain celebrities like kartik aryan who are very you know they are the underdogs who are coming up and that is a strategy that we used you know kind of connecting with our audience and and you found the roi being amazing i mean usually many of these celebrities charge a bomb they do actually but you know we we made it work for us you know it's it's so far it's worked really well for us okay and walk me through some of your distribution strategies which you've experimented wound down you know i know you do a lot of online uh, sales now a lot of part comes from your from e-commerce platform which is walk me through the discovery process uh, of building the distribution strategy so um, you know we've always been online agnostic because uh, developing offline takes took a lot of money back then not any more for us because the brand is pretty much made right but back then we didn't have enough money when when a distributor comes to you you have to give him stock on credit and then he returns it and the whole cash you know kind of gets stuck so we said what is the best way to get consumer feedback very quickly and what is the best way that we can reach our customer at the lowest cost right so we went online we have had partnerships with flipkart with amazon and we built on those channels over a period of time we still do about 80% of our business uh, online and you know we feel that the feedback mechanism is very very quick the consumer is shifting to buying online and that's where we want to keep concentrating of course post that around in 2018 19 we realized that yes, yes offline is a very big part of our you know show, you know uh, of our ecosystem i think 80% or 90% of india still sh- shops off- offline right so that's when we started putting some muscle behind it uh, we got about 15% of our sales revenue last year from offline and this year we plan to grow it to about 20% of course with covid it's not uh, it's we don't know where where it'll go sure. but uh, offline is very important for us now but we do always launch our products online first just to make sure that you know we get the proper feedback so if there are some drawbacks with the product we can correct them before we go and hit offline it's interesting you mentioned this because many conversations we've had with uh, businesses which have been formed in the last 5 8 years i think they've been discovered online first right 
and then they moved uh, and online and and i think there lies the tale in india that actually if you take 10 15 years ago building a brand like yours uh, in the traditional manner would have taken you years and years and perhaps a lot of investment and time right whereas now you can actually launch it online but tell me the launch in on online how has that worked with the platforms what you mentioned about user generated feedback and content how has that been used in your business you know what changes which have come and usually when we look at these kind of platforms there's a huge amount of expectation and there's a huge amount of disappointment at the same time right uh, so maybe give me some flavor of that uh, samir so um so just to tell you right the the mechanism for us is very simple we do a soft launch before we go for a big launch any product that we bring to market will will come with a soft launch so we'll do about 5 10000 units uh, as soon as we launch right within a week we get a feedback from the customer whether the product is good whether the product is not good what are the flaws right so then we have a team that continuously does this research right every week they'll come up with you know what is not working on our product and it goes into an improvement cycle and it happens for not one product or a newly launched product it happens for all our products including old and new right so using this you know feedback mechanism from the customer incorporating it into your product and making sure that you know your product keeps getting better and it is up to what customer expects that is something that we've learned from online right because the user feedback is so quick and so sharp right i mean the customer is talking to you and telling you exactly what is wrong with your product or exactly what is right with your product and if you kind of put apply yourself and you know use those you know those conversations to build a better product i think you know you you kind of cracked half of the puzzle there so so we use a lot of this user generated feedback and build a better product each time like like couple of our products where you know where we've seen that people say that hey one side stops working so what happens in india is people people put the earphone inside the bag and yank it out right when you yank it out it stops working so we went and we used kevlar infused wires in our you know earphone so that you know if you yank it out also it will not stop working so these are the small you know feedbacks that we've taken and kind of improved on our product got it well, that's pretty interesting you know and clearly i think the 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 spontaneity of the online platform helps you do that right now as you look at your business uh, you know this is a very exciting market there's obviously a lot of brand extensions adjacencies what all do you do now uh, as part of both lifestyle and, and some of the new things you're looking at so currently we are only in audio uh, we uh-huh. did launch a wearable about a you know a month ago and we were the fastest selling wearable on amazon in the last one year uh we did also launch our power banks uh, on uh, again on amazon and again we were sold out we sold about 30000 units in uh, less than about uh, half a day so now we see that the brand has you know legs to go into you know horizontal directions so wearables is something that we are currently looking at gaming is something that's coming up with for us so we're going to be doing a lot of gaming hardware around uh, you know because gaming is a large part of a youth's life right now you know and mobile gaming per se is growing you know extraordinarily in india so these are the you know adjacencies that we look at and we kind of build on that and uh, that's that's planned out for the next one year and you know there are other things that are in the pipeline but we are not sure the show whether we'll do sure. those things but as of now gaming wearables and power banks are something that you know we'll get into over the next one year Any uh, you understood about your distribution? What about manufacturing? I believe you import 
almost everything uh, from China. Right. So uh, essentially, uh, yes, you're right. Uh, you know, the ecosystem is fairly, you know, uh, developed in China. And uh, in terms of pricing, you know, nobody can beat China as of now. That's something that's been going on. But this latest, you know, issue between India and, you know, the geopolitical issues that are happening has prompted us to kind of move a large part of our supply chain to India. So we built out an entire supply chain team who can start manufacturing in India very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, we would have uh, a couple of products which will be designed in India and made in India. Uh, which would get launched uh, post-October. And uh, if things go well, you know, we will definitely try and move at least 50% of our supply chain back to India within the next two years. Wow. That's that's something. Yeah. yeah. And, and how, how does now your uh, relationship with the platforms uh, work in terms of, you know, I mean, you, you get your payments pretty much as the user buys it. And, uh, you know, you run a kind of a negative working capital or how does that? No. So, uh, so for us, uh, we don't sell directly on Amazon. We have third party sellers who actually sell yeah. us on Amazon platforms. Uh, we do offer them credit, but we essentially go on an early payment program with them. So it kind of helps us, you know, cover for our cash flow requirements. Yeah. Uh, our relationship with both the platforms, uh, two of the largest in India, is very, very good. You know, we work very, very closely with both of them. And, uh, you know, we are a very large part of their, their audio business as well. So there's, yeah. a, there's a joint, you know, business model that we develop each year as to what should come in, what should be phased out. So, you know, that kind of joint exercise is something that is done in a, on an annual basis. And, uh, you know, that that's how we kind of go about building, you know, newer categories, newer product portfolios. Hmm. And what has been the impact on your investment and capital structure because of the way you've started your business? Because manufacturing is almost built to suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and you're selling online. So credit periods are pretty much, pretty much non-existent. And I also noticed that you raised money only once. Right. Right. And that to a very tiny amount. Right. So we are very hyper efficient. So, Company is being run by a Gujarati and a Banya. So, you know, it's, it's, it's in the blood, right, to kind of uh, be very frugal. So, we've been frugal for the largest part of, you know, the past four or five years that we've been in existence. Uh, we made sure that we, we don't uh, waste money. Of course, wherever we have to spend on marketing, on product development, we do. Uh, we, we've kind of raised very small rounds of equity, but a large part of our, uh, you know, money is already gone, uh, is mainly into working capital. And, uh, you know, we've got some support from our suppliers where we get some credit. We have nice banks like yours, which give us some, you know, credit, cash credit limits, which helps us kind of, you know, uh, meet our working capital demands. And that's how we've been able to get to this point over the last, you know, two, three years. Uh, our equity base is really small, but we are a profitable company. So every mm. penny that we make, we plow it back into the business. Mm. So, you know, that's kind of helped us get to this level. Interesting because, I, you know, I, I see many startups in the consumer space and many of them have burnt so much money and, you know, in a variety of ways. And you guys have built a consumer brand. You have built a fairly large base. I mean, and very very, very good turnover. You know, this is quite remarkable and against the grain of a lot of startups. And that goes back to the DNA of you and Amal. 
right sir so actually you know not having a lot of money is also a good thing right i mean you get creative with you know whatever limited funds uh-huh. Uh-huh. there's access there's uh, you know access to a lot of capital you don't know you know maybe you take some wrong decisions so for us uh, we we've, we've uh, been very very prudent in the t- in the way we spend our money we've been profitable day one we've never made a loss in this company so you know that's that's how we've kind of gone about building it so uh, just to give an example up until uh, 2018 and we didn't even have an office we were working out of uh, a co-working space in uh, mm-hmm. uh it is actually uh, i don't know whether you heard of social social is a restaurant by night and a co-working space by day because that was that was cheaper for us to do so we worked out of a co-working space for you know for about 3 years uh we didn't even have a cfo till the to the time we reached about 500 crores of top line so you know we we've been very prudent because we could manage those things back then but now we are on our journey to you know build out build up an organization yeah Uh, we've done tremendous amount of hiring in the last 6 8 months uh, in fact through the covid because we got some time to you know sit back and think on the larger vision me and aman went about setting up an r&d team in india we have a fairly large r&d team now we have a fairly large supply chain uh, team in india uh, our top management is coming along really well we have our, top, our recent hires have been you know who's who of the industry so we've kind of you know now it's about for us to go to you know we call it the both 3.0 so the 1.0 was when you were launching your brand and 2.0 is till the time we got to about a thousand crores of revenue mm-hmm. the 3.0 is about building a large company which can you know kind of uh, it it has a life of its own you know it can work without with or without me and aman and that's that's the dream for us to kind of build that out uh not sure how successful will be but that's the effort you know over the next one or one or two years it's going to be a concentrated effort to kind of make the company get a life of life of its own you mentioned about being able to hire really good talent uh, and and that's been a, a something which has happened more recently because you've become more visible and, and people are willing to take a chance to leaving fairly uh, fairly established careers I mean is that is that happening now Absolutely, sir. So there are there are two or three levers that we've kind of used, right? One is now people know about the brand, so they are not so scared, right? Uh, second thing is, uh, you know, we are profitable, so you know, there's no runway problem, right? Okay, after ten months, if I don't have money, you know, company might shut down. So that is the second part, and the third part is, uh, I think, uh, we also started believing that you know we can actually build a large organization now. So that's you know something internal and something external. of course covid kind of helped because you know a lot of good ta- talent was available and we said that you know it's the best time to get people on board for you know it gives them a confidence that a company who's hiring during covid times is a sustainable company so sure you know that's sure. that's i think these three or four things have kind of worked for us you you mentioned that you didn't know aman till the time you were set up by this prohit yeah and interestingly he's based in delhi you're based in mumbai uh you know um and it speaks that you guys have pulled off uh, something very interesting how is this two states marriage uh, being managed <laughs> yeah we get we get asked this question so often uh, it works perfectly well so i think you know uh, between 2016 and 2019 i think me and aman would have spent uh, more uh, you know hotel nights than me and my wife have so you know we we traveled so much together so you know that kind of helped you know uh, you know 
get that you know relationship stronger making it stronger uh-huh. uh, because we both of us kind of handle different aspects of the business so you know it's fairly easy for us to you know not be in the same uh, state or same city or same office and third is i think it's best that both of us are slightly away so that you know roj ki you know niya bivi wali kit kit nahi hoti so we talk once a day we have our own conversations we you know mm-hmm. you know on the strategic side how to go about it the good thing is either of us don't second guess each other which mm-hmm. is a very very good quality i think that both of us we, it's developed over a period of time and unless it's a fairly large decision nobody is second guessing anybody because everybody believes that you know whatever is being done is in the good faith and in the best interest of the company mm-hmm. and if you look the next 3 5 years uh, the the segment and the sector you're in obviously has tremendous tailwinds and in some manner covid has made that even more i mean all of us are buying uh, better equipment home equipment and so that that's a very strong tailwind mm-hmm. uh, and 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 your your thoughts that let's say a year from now that settles down then you then you basically have your other businesses coming in which will start building growth in terms of gaming in terms of uh, you know wearables and all is that is that how you're seeing things so so currently yes i agree that there are a lot of tailwinds you know especially with work from home and cinema at home and ipl at home right i mean you want sound bars you want earphones you want headphones but if you look at the larger shift right a lot of the customers who are buying offline are shifting online hmm and that shift actually helps us because you know when they start buying online and we being an online agnostic brand it helps us quite a bit to kind of you know scale further so so this tailwind of course is helping us but we don't see it kind of dying down because the kind of uh, uh user journey that's happening from offline to online will definitely help us to scale further uh in terms of uh, the next growth waves yes wearables is one big you know growth wave that we look at gaming is another growth wave that we look at uh along with that yes uh, strengthening our product portfolio also going forward will also you know we are we are barely in like three categories to be very honest right now we are into home audio which is this is our first year for home audio actually uh we we fairly accomplished in uh, you know personal audio which is your wireless speakers and wireless earphones and stuff like that but there are other you know product categories that we need to get into voice is one such category where you know alexa powered device or google powered device or you know um uh home audio with dolby in it you know wifi speakers these are these are going to be coming out you know in the next one or year within the audio space as well and that will also lead our next uh, wave of growth and when you when you think through some of the um, you know trends in the next 3 4 years uh what's the thought about eventually you know taking the company public or uh, you know what are the things because you know you built a great brand and your top line looks exciting and this is the this is the moment for young companies to list actually i mean you've seen guys few of them list in the last few days and weeks sure true so so uh i i think all of this will come out of you know building out the organization having yeah. you know, governance internal controls you know systems and processes so being a startup i'm sure you know right workflows not streamlined you know people are hustling all the time to get things done so now we've got in the right talent on board who would come in and set up all these systems right 
so we'll go about building out the entire you know company in a way that like i said right it gets a life of its own and uh, if a ipo comes along maybe in the next 3 or 4 years uh, you'd be happy to look at it but uh, the idea is to build a company that is ipoable so you know we are we're putting the building blocks in place for that right now any business person who's inspired you for years i mean whom you read about look up to Elon Musk is somebody that I love and appreciate. I read his read all his books. Uh, I think he's one of uh, I think a guy who can you know change the face of a space industry. I think he's he's got to be a brilliant guy, right? So yeah, read about him. Uh, I mean, you know, understand that you know. I mean, of course, he's got a very different philosophy to work. He says that you can't change the world at forty hour weeks, you know. But uh, I think I think each one to his own. but uh yeah he's either to inspiration we don't see elon musk in india i mean we see we see good entrepreneurs like you but people who are transformational and you know obviously i mean you you see it's happened to china it's happened to the us right but markets like india this country like india haven't seen you know those transformational uh, industries being born Uh, by sheer force of nature, that that is Elon Musk. I mean, what's the reason? I mean, what what do you think about it? Or maybe am I oversimplifying it? Um, uh, I mean, even I don't have the answer to it. But I think what we lack in India is you know uh, the ability to look ten years down the line and build you know things from today for ten years later. Mm-hmm. I think that whole investment and you know creating a great product and believing in that is something that was missing until at least a few years ago. Mm-hmm. But now you look at you know what is happening within the space, right? If you look at you know the companies in Fireside portfolio like Mama Earth, you look at what they have done, right? They have done a fantastic brand which is you know talking to all the audiences. you know earth neutral products. You know so now I think people have started believing that we can do that in India. because earlier either you needed a lot of money which nobody had the private equity space was non existent so you didn't have how much capital can you put in of your own unless you're coming from a industrialist family right so i think now the whole vc and the pe space is helping people realize their dream and there are people who are going out there and you know building great brand right mama earth vadam you know all of these are great brands that have been built and you know these are built by indians right people who found a need gap in the market and came out with the right set of products so i think i think it's about putting in the investment the effort and the time to kind of build out something which is long term and and you're right i think i think we needed role models right we needed our own role models because you know every place is unique and we also had a shorter i would say stint of few years rather than 15 20 years though i i do agree that some very interesting companies are being born and one of the things we see is that actually the talent which is building these next generation brands is a little bit more experienced than very young people i mean you know we've had the first round of very young people and now you know people who've had different stints you know 10 15 years here and there who bring different levels of uh, you know insights and discipline uh, so uh, you know i i do think that we'll see many many mamas and many boats oh, you know interview years to come good good uh, samir first of all thank you so much for this conversation you know i'm like i said you know for me it's uh, 
It's about learning uh, for what you guys have gone through and some of the insights you've provided, uh, frugality, you know, how do you do a shared, uh, you know, ownership, management, but in two different geographies, and how do you make that work? The product market fit, personalizing a, a, a product, a segment which needed that, and how you're responding to, uh, you know, a changing India and a changing, uh, you know, geopolitical structure as well. I think, you know, it's something which I think uh, young companies like yours can show the way to many traditional companies who are kind of hardwired in their process. Sure. I think the trick is when you become 3,000 crores annual sales, how much time do you spend on a day-to-day? -day? How much time do you spend on capital allocation, mentoring your teams, and thinking about the future, and then connecting the dots back to the grindstone? I think those will be very interesting to track, at least for me. But really appreciate your time. And it's great that you've built something remarkable like this, along with Aman in India, and more power to you. Thank you, Rajiv. Thank you so much for you know uh, taking your time out and you know speaking to me. Uh, it's 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 been a pleasure and uh, have had wonderful support from you know you guys and your team in terms of the whole journey, right? So last two years, you guys have been very very critical to our success. The support has been tremendous. Thanks for your time. Take care of your health and and continue forging ahead because uh, you guys are the new India. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks. Rajiv. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye.